Testing, one, two. <clears throat> Hello and welcome everyone to Podcasting for Christ. Hey, hey man, I was having a few technical difficulties here. Couldn't get my mic to work, but uh, all of a sudden it just started working. All right, praise the Lord. Uh, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing great. Uh, welcome everyone to He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Like I said, welcome to Podcasting for Christ. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 45, verses, uh, verse 19. I mean, look at a lot of other scriptures uh, uh, tonight, uh, this evening as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, things that are right is the title of uh, tonight's lesson. Things that are right. If we look around in our world, if you look closely, uh, you don't have to look too far. You can see that things are not right. Things are going wrong. Things are out of control. Things are uh, crazy. It's madness. And it's uh, also uh, ludicrous, I guess you could say, that uh, some of the things that are going on, you just, uh, like uh, Pastor Tom, you said, you just can't make this stuff up, you know? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh uh, Isaiah 45, 19, we'll get started here in just a minute. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, let's lift your hands up. Let's praise God. Let's uh, thank him for all that he's done. He's a good God. He's good to each and every one of us. And uh, it's now time for us to thank him. You know, it's time for us to praise him and uplift him and glorify him and let others know that he exists. Amen. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear God, I love you. And I thank you so much for uh, putting up with me. I know um, there's ups and downs, there's good times and bad, and dear Lord, you're, you're the same all the way through it. You love us unconditionally. You sent your son Jesus to die on that cross for our sins, which are many, Father. And I thank you for the blood that was shed. I'm glad that you look at me and you don't see my sin. I'm glad that you look at me and you see the blood that covers me. And I'm thankful, and I'm just thankful for all the many opportunities that you've given me, Father, dear God, time and time again, that you've helped me, had mercy upon me, and that you've just simply waiting with open arms for me to come back to you when I backslide. And you're so gracious and kind and merciful, Father, and I love you and I thank you for your salvation plan. I thank you for including me in it, Father, dear God. And I pray for these listeners, dear God, each and every one of them. No matter where they're at, from wherever they are around the globe, Father, dear God, I pray that you, you bless them and to use this uh, message to speak to their hearts, Father, dear God, and help us all uh, to draw closer to you, Father, dear God, to walk in the spirit that we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh and to be found doing your will until the day of your return, Father, dear God. And we know that's not too far off. Uh, we see the signs, Father, dear God, each and every day. Things are converging. Things are going and at a fast pace, Father, dear God, in a direction that uh, that's uh, that just simply shows that you're going to be returning any moment. We look up, Father, dear God, for our redemption draweth nigh. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, bless these listeners. Bless everyone, dear God. Bless this podcast. Let the Holy Spirit uh, be the, the speaker, the teacher, the podcaster uh, tonight. Father, dear God, in Jesus' name I pray. In the name of Yahshua, our Hamamashiach, amen, glory, hallelujah. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, I'm Evangelist Stacy Gibson, and, and I've uh, been doing this podcasting for Christ for a while now. And uh, 
there's been something on my mind here that uh, I'm going to clear the airways a little bit. If you hear me say, hey, I'm Stacy Gibson, uh, you know, because I'm, you know, we are all called to evangelize the gospel truth, but I'm not a, a big, uh, you know, I'm, I, the more I, older I get, the more I'm less like, who cares about a title of anything? You know, I'm just a man, just like you are. I'm just a human being. I'm just, I'm no one special by, uh, by any means, but, uh, but I am here to evangelize. And that's the purpose of why I started this podcast was to evangelize and get the truth out and get messages out to people let them know what the truth is because I and, and I've always said that you're going to hear truth here because I've always uh, always wanted to give truth because there's so much untruth out there there's so much dishonesty out there there's so much uh, there's so many lies that people are telling and believe it or not some of these lies are coming straight from the church uh, you heard me speak many times about this uh, ecumenical uh, church this ecumenical movement or ecumenical movement that's going on with the Pope and everything and all these churches accepting everybody no matter what their religion is and I'm telling you that's Jesus says I came to divide Uh, I'm going to give you some exegesis of the Bible you know and uh, not going to give you uh, eisegesis you know (laughs) so in other words I'm going to get I'm going to give you some critical explanation of scripture going to like I always do and I'm not going to just give you uh, my interpretation or, or, or you know of it I'm, I, I'm gonna let it speak for itself most of the time and you know and we all dive into the God's Word and we all uh, you know try to expound on it and, and do things and sometimes there is uh, some explanation that needs to, to go with that scripture and everything but I and I trust that the Lord helps me and then I'm gonna do it all and do it right the, and do it the way he would have me to do it okay enough rambling on here let's go ahead and get to the podcast things that are right. I want you to be thinking in your mind right now, what do you think is right? There are things that are going on that's right, things that are going on that's wrong. What do you think? What do you think is going on in our world today? Isaiah 45, 19 says, I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. You want to know what's right? Open up your Bible. From Genesis all the way to Revelations, you'll find everything in it is right. Now, yes, uh, Brother Stage, you're going to say, hey, you know, wait a minute, there's some things in there that aren't right. <laughs> yeah, there's some things in there that happened. Some men failed. You know, Abraham lied and said his wife was his sister. You know, things like that. Yeah, but we're not getting into that. We're not going to go there. We're, we're no, we know right now, if you want to know what's right in the world, look at the Ten Commandments. If you want to know what's right and, and what's going on, and look at God's law. Look at the ways of God, the mind of God. And the way we look at the ways of God and the way we look at the mind of God is dive into his word, to delve into it. For years, uh, things have seemed to, to be black and white with a no gray area, right? Uh, sure, there was always been those who fall into the gray, but for the most part, people knew what was right and what was wrong. And we know right now, and I'm speaking for years in my life, years, uh, you know, the, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, you know, and on and so forth. You know, we, we look at things because we know right now, as it was in the days of Noah, that evil, uh, you know, there was a time on the earth when evil was prevalent and and and, 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 and it was so wicked and, and, and everything that God destroyed the earth and everything. And I know I'm not going to get into this episode on it about the Nephilim and all the things that God was doing 
at that time, but I do know that we're approaching the similar situations where everything is evil. Everything is wrong. Everything's bad. Everything's, there's no good in the world anymore, so to speak, right? But God has always declared truth to every generation. And God alone, God alone is judge. And I should say Christ Jesus because he's the only one worthy to open the seals and he is the judge and God made him judge. And see, God's not going to judge this world one day. Christ Jesus is. When he comes back, he's going to come back. He's going to get his children. Then he's going to come back and we're going to have uh... Then he's going to judge when he comes back. Uh, and we, we come back with him white riding <laughs> on the white horses. Amen. But God has always declared truth to every generation and God alone is judge. Like I say, Christ Jesus. There was a time on earth when man became so wicked, as I just said, so vile, so evil, that God sent a flood to destroy it. How bad does man have to be that God would destroy them? How bad do things have to get for God to say, you know what, take them out, wipe them out? How bad does things have to be? You know, look around. They're as bad as they are right now today. And like I said, we know that there was a dual purpose and the flood had wiped out uh, the Nephilim and wiped out, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of evil. And God was spared the eight souls of Noah and his family. And like I said, the answer is look around today at the world calling what God says is holy. They're calling it evil. And what God says is evil, they're calling it good. It is as if someone recently has flipped a switch and our world has been turned upside down. With many Christians scratching their heads in disbelief, how can these things be happening? How can everything be happening at this fast rate of speed, converging like never before, with no sign of slowing down to normalization again? I said during the COVID, uh, shutdowns. I was like, I just want things back to normal. I, you know, and then I got on this kick where I said, you know what? Hey, I don't want things to go back to the way it was. I want things to go back better. But as we can see, uh, as we can look around and see that that, that, that uh, Satan has accomplished many great things through man and doing what he's supposed to be doing is thwarting the work of Christ, thwarting the church and, and, and holding us back and keeping us complacent and keeping us on the shelf and not being used at all. Because ever since the shutdowns that we've got, our churches have opened back up and things, but it just still hasn't been the same, has it? I'm looking for a great revival. I'm looking for a great awakening. I'm looking for something great to happen. I thought that when the church got and opened the doors back up, I thought everything was going to go good. Now, I've had some personal things in my life, and that's why I haven't done as many podcasts this season. It's because I've had some battles that I've been facing and everything. But, hey, I'm not going to let it stop me. Uh, it has slowed me down. I will say that. Don't have near as many episodes as I usually have by now, but hey, I'm going to keep working, going to keep praying, I'm going to keep podcasting and keep going forward for Christ. And hey, you know what? The good thing about this podcast is it's my podcast, amen, and I can put it out when I want to, right? <laughs> but that's not the way I want it. I want to put them out when God would have me to put them out in a timely fashion, a timely manner. So like I said, it's like someone has flipped a switch and our world has just been turned upside down with you know, Christians scratching their head. What's happening? How do these things be happening? This fast rate of speed, converging like never before, with no sign of slowing down, no sign of normalization again. 
I like normal, right? But I'm not normal. Uh, my sister gave me a coffee mug. Says I was normal once. Worst two minutes of my life, right? <laughs> uh, anybody that knows me, I'm not normal. I am different. I am not of this world. Amen. That's why God called me because He knew that I would stand out. He knew there was something strange about that boy, right? Amen. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. I know I hear some amens out there. All right. Now, as believers in Christ, we must remember God is still on the throne. Amen. God is still on the throne of grace in total control, and things are going according to His plan. And the Bible tells us and gives us a picture of what the world will look like in the last days. You want to know what the world's going to look like in the last days? Open your window. Look around. Go take a drive in your car. Look around at the things going on in our world today. Look at the news. The fake news, <laughs> right? Okay, let's just let's just say you're not a believer, and none of this bothers you. Let me remind you of God's truth. Isaiah forty-five twenty-three says, "I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear." Another verse says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And believe me, you don't want to bow now, you're going to bow later. Isn't it better to go ahead and bow now? Because when you bow later, it's going to be too late. The judgment's already going to be here. You know, at the day of judgment, there will be no non-believers anymore. <laughs> hey, man, let me grab some coffee. Mmm. Let that sink in just a little bit. At the day of judgment, there will be no non-believers. It would be best to bow down now and confess Jesus Christ is your Lord. You don't want to wait until it's too late. I'm going to read some uh, scripture here. I'm going to stay in Isaiah. I'm going to look at Isaiah 46, 9 through 13. So get your Bibles out if you want to and read along with me. You know, look at God's will. Verses uh, 9 through 13 is God's will. And verses 47, or chapter 47, verses 8 through 11 is man's heart. And let's look at the difference between God's will and man's heart, shall we? Uh, I think I think I got time to go ahead and dive into this. If not, I'll uh, read half of it, and then we'll take a break and come back and read the other half. Amen? Sounds good to me. Isaiah 46, 9 through 13. Remember the foreign things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times the things that are not yet done. Saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executeth my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Hearken unto me, ye stout-hearted, that are far from righteousness. Listen to me. These are the words of God. Hearken unto me, ye stout-hearted, that are far from righteousness. I bring near my righteousness. It shall not be far off, and my salvation shall not tarry. And I will place salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory. You know, it's God's will for all to 
to be saved, that none should perish. That's God's purpose. It's God's will. It's God's way. He just he, he didn't create hell for you and me. Hell was created for Lucifer and his demons, his fallen angels. But now let's go ahead and look at 47, chapter 47, 8 through 11 here. And we're going to look at man's heart. Let's look at man's heart. Man's heart will tell you why we need Christ, why we need a God, why we need a Savior, because we're wicked. Therefore, hear now this, thou art given to pleasure that dwellest carelessly, that sayest in thine heart. This is what your heart's going to tell you. I am. And none else beside me, I shall not sit as a widow. Neither shall I know the loss of children. But these two things shall come to thee in a moment. In one day, the loss of children, the widowhood, they shall come upon thee in their perfection for the multitude of thy sorceries and for the great abundance of thine enchantments. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, None seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. And thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. We not see this going on today. How everyone's all about self. Verse 11 goes ahead and explains some things here. It says, Therefore shall evil come upon thee. You know, we've seen some pretty evil things in our lifetime. We've seen some pretty evil things in our day. But let me just tell you one thing right now. There's an evil coming. There's a day. There's a judgment. The great day of the Lord is coming. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be nothing like this earth has ever seen. There shall, therefore shall evil come upon thee. Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth, and mischief shall fall upon thee. Thou shalt not be able to put it off, and desolation shall come upon thee suddenly, which thou shalt not know. I'm giving you the words of God. giving you truth. God's view and man's view have always been two different playing fields and man without the help of God is hopeless. We get back from the break. I'm going to take a quick break here and we get back from there. We're going to look at some things. We're going to look at things that are right and what God calls right. Uh, we'll be right back. Hello everyone, this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson. I just want to give you Jeremiah 6.19 here for the break. Kind of goes along with the message tonight. But 6.19 is here or worth. Behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. These are pretty profound and stout, hearted words from, from God. Uh, using Jeremiah to get his truth out there. But it, I don't want you to fall into this category because I want you to know that we need to hearken to the words of God. We, uh, we I guess uh, this uh, tonight's episode is going to be sponsored by the Bible because, you know, I want you to take, take a moment. Don't take what the words that I have to, to say is, is, is truth, even though I know I'm... I, I, preach that all the time. I'm always going to give you truth, but hey, I'm just going to challenge you 
to get in God's Word. Seek God's Word out and find truth. If you're in the Griffin area, please uh, let me know. Uh, uh, message me on Facebook or on the He's Got the Whole World in His Hands ministry on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, you can check that out and let me know. And because uh, hey, hey, if you're looking for a church, I've got the church for you. Uh, well, come on out to Community Baptist Church. We're on the uh, 413, uh, 613 or something, uh, Jenkinsburg Road. Uh, you'll find us out there. It's a, a Jenkins. I think it's a Jenkinsburg uh, address actually. But it's uh, but if you put in the Griffin, it'll it'll get you there. But it's Community Baptist Church, Pastor Eddie Jones, and everything. So uh, hey, maybe uh, come check us out if you're looking for a home church in this area. But please contact me. Uh, if you need anything, a prayer request or just a Bible question or anything. But hey, Evangelist Stacey Gibson, with he's got the whole world in science ministry. Hey, we'll get back to the program. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. All right, welcome back. Uh, uh, we're still looking, looking at things that are right. And I told you before the break, we're going to look at some things that are right, or sh- I should say uh, what God calls right, what His Word uh, uh, says is right. And then maybe we'll get to uh, tonight's bottom line and maybe some prophecy news notes uh, and everything. Hopefully, uh, let's start out. We, we do not have to look hard and, and take painstaking hours on this, you know. Uh, painstaking hours of research to find this out. God's word is full of what is right and what is wrong. Uh, I guess the, probably one of the most popular uh, things is, uh, I guess, the Ten Commandments. Right? Everybody knows about the Ten Commandments. So let's just let's just go ahead and look at this in Exodus chapter twenty. I'm going to read here. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The God that does things for you is the God you should worship and praise. But how we know that even as Moses went up to the mount to meet with God and writing the Ten Commandments, that they know that it didn't take long for them to make an image of a molten calf and, and start worshiping it. <laughs> Boy, how quick we forget how how foolish man is sometimes, you know. God's making it clear here that thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make into thee any graven image like the bull, the uh, golden calf I was just talking about, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is the water under the earth. We're not supposed to worship anything but the Lord God, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hey, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I am the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and shewing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. <coughs> Excuse me. Verse, uh, verse 7 says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Now, I want you to understand this right here. Uh, these are things that God, these are rules that God's given us and things that are right. And, you know, I, I can't tell you, I mean, a lot of people say that they think that when you say GD, and you know what I'm saying when I say God, you know, that's taking the, 
the Lord's name in vain, but man, let me just go ahead and tell you something else. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people on a job site drop something and say, Jesus Christ. You know what? That's taking the Lord's name in vain, too. It's a holy name. You know, the Jews uh, had so many different names for God because they didn't want to wear it out. They didn't want to abuse it because of this. And that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, it's not a slang. He's not the man upstairs. He's a holy God. And we need to reverence him. S-O. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The Lord. Notice this. This is this is one of them that that that, that has a, a connection to it of, of, of what's going to happen. Because it says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no uh, do uh, any work, nor thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is in within thy gates. God goes ahead and gives an explanation, explanation expounding on this a little bit further. He says, For six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in in them is and rested in the seventh day wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it now these few commandments here are dealing with the relationship between God and man how he wants us to worship him and him alone and, and everything but these next are how we're supposed to have relationship with with fellow man not God Says, uh, verse 12 says, Honor thy father and mother that thy days may be long and upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Here's another one that has a, something that goes along with it. That, hey, that'll let you know that if you honor your mother and father, the days may be long. Who doesn't want to live a long time, right? Honor your mother and father. Uh, verse 13, very simple. Thou shalt not kill. 14, thou shalt not commit adultery. 15, thou shalt not steal. 16, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And 17, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, man, manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor his anything that is thy neighbor's. And anytime, <laughs> anytime I read the Ten Commandments or say something about the Ten Commandments, I'm always, always, I'm going to try my best to give you the two great commandments that Jesus gave us because all those hang on this, these two. And that is, Jesus said, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, thy mind, thy strength, thy body. Basically, love the Lord with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself. If you do those two things, everything else will take care of itself. You know, you won't commit adultery. You won't steal. You won't bear false witness. You won't lie. You won't... You won't do these things if you love God with all you have, with all your being, if you love your neighbors yourself. God makes it clear in His Word that we are to take care of what He's given us. Now, you know, He told the children of Israel to take care of the land, to take care of the widows, to take care of the children, the orphans, take care of the elderly to do justly in all our dealings, to be honest, to tell the truth, to love your enemies, 
Help when it is in your capability to do so, to protect the family, fight for what is right, stand for truth, found in God's word. We need to be peacemakers. We need to let our light shine. We need to let people see God in you or in us. We need to share God's truth with others. We need to share our testimony. We need to thank God for his grace, his mercy, and his salvation. And remember the two great commandments I just spoke. Remember those. In doing this, we'll be mindful of the needs of others. We will care about their souls. We will trust God to meet all needs and let him give all the direction and guidance. We just need to obey him. Our world is on a fast track to hell. Plain and simple. Our world is on a fast track to hell. And reprobate minds are increasing. Jesus Christ will soon return for his church. And the world already has an excuse. They're already building a case right now for the excuse of the disappearance of millions of people across the globe. They're going to call it alien abduction. Do not fall for what is false, untrue, and of Satan. Anybody that reads your mind reads Revelations, you can, you can see that there's a rapture coming. There's judgment coming upon this earth, and God's going to get the church out of here. So don't fall for these lies. Don't fall for what they're saying. Trust God today. Look at the cross of Calvary for salvation. And yes, let me give it to you. Hey, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, hey, there's not a better time. Get right now on your knees. Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You want to be saved? Believe. Confess. Trust. Trust in God's holy word. Don't believe the lies. Hey, if I had to, a bottom line for tonight uh, that I would give you, I'd just say stand for Christ or fall into everlasting punishment. If you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So stand for Christ or fall into everlasting punishment. Hmm. Let me just tell you, let me switch gears here. I'm going to give you some prophecy and notes, as I always do. I'm going to try to help you with, uh, with some things going on around the world. Let's, okay, let's see. Uh, one, of, one of the things that, that, I, that I've been harking on for a, lot, a long time now is this transhumanism. And I want to look at the accelerating convergence of these technologies of, of things. And I just want to uh, let, let you know that the, the, things are getting crazy. Uh, genetics and microbiology, they're increasing. Robotics, uh, they now uh, have robotics that, that uh, they're, they're, they're just, you can't, it's hard to keep up. And they got robotics now, and we know that's like the arm and the, and the things that can pick up things and stuff and, and now they, they've got it to where it's so sensitive they can, it can pick up and recognize in other words it's not going to grab an egg like it would a coffee mug you know just something like that so they're, uh, they're like I said in, from what I'm understanding they say we're not decades away from an IA that's this artificial intelligence takeover we're like a couple of years 
it's a lot closer than you think. Uh, have you ever heard anything called nanotechnology? That's these microscopic things that they can stick into you and shoot into your arm and or wherever and it could go and seek out wherever it needs to go and put something right where it needs to put it. And that's okay. Now all these technologies, uh, they are, they're going to present them to you in a way that you just can't live without them. You know? But they're not going to show you the bad side and the, and the evil that goes along with it. Artificial intelligence itself is, is just skyrocketing. Uh, and and it's, uh, it's scary. So we know right now that when you look at all these things and everything converging, we can see right now this transhumanism. And what they want to do is they want to put something, make a cyborg out of you. They want to put something in you to make you work harder, stronger, faster. Oh, you don't need to sleep. We're just going to keep pushing that button and you're going to keep on working, doing things. And, and as the 2030 agenda of the World Economic Forum, they're going to say you're going to own nothing and be happy. Uh, they're going to have these ESGs that they're going to be throwing at you and let you know that's environmental, social uh, governance, and they're going to tell you right now you're going to get a score. Oh, and you know, they're going to get this one world cryptocurrency going, and they're going to, you know, if you don't act right, if you post something on Facebook that ain't right, if you disagree with the with those in power or, and, and say something, they're going to reduce your credit score or either put a stop on payment on your bank account, and you're only going to be able to spend money. You're not going to be able to tie to the church that you want to get to. You're not going to, on and on it goes. One world government, one world monetary system, one world church. Like I said, with the ecumenical movement of the ecumenical church, where the Pope is just called everybody. He says, you know what, it doesn't matter if you worship a tree. Hey, that's good. That got you to God. That's good. We're going to allow you to come into church. Hey, that, that is not what Christ demands unity among the brethren, believers, not unity or unity among uh, non-believers and believers. And I hate it. That's just the way it is, and and everything. But let's, uh, like I said, let's dive into. Uh, I, there's a couple things here. One, one of them, and I don't know. I didn't really read this whole article, but the cardboard box sales plunge suggest a recession is still coming. Uh, we know right now that uh, the box uh, barometer is flashing worry. <laughs> And the metric seems to be a whole lot more connected to reality than numbers pumped out by the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics or the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis. So they're they're letting you know that there's certain you know everybody there's certain people that own businesses and and uh, things and, and that they're going to know that people's sales are down. You know, uh, a lot of people can't afford to go out to eat anymore. A lot of people. And when you do, it's like, oh my gosh, did I just buy furniture? <laughs> Thought I just bought a sandwich. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey man. Uh, so we know right now there's going to be a lots of things, but hey, I didn't ever thought about cardboard box sales being a, uh, a sign of recession, but hey, all of it uh, seems to be. But uh, check it this out. Team Biden outmaneuvered by China. Regrettably, the Biden administration seems to be letting itself be outmaneuvered in countering the imminent threat of war posed by China's leader, uh, Xi Jinping, and his ruling Communist Party. So we know that there's things going on. Uh, should I read that full story? Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that we, we know right now, look, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually started feeling sorry and feeling bad for 
Team Biden because I just, no one can be this poor on purpose, can they? I mean, if the man is not fit. The man doesn't know what he's doing. He's a puppet. And I guess every president, is, to some extent, has been some kind of puppet. We know right now, the, like I said, the, the, uh, the World Economic Forum wants to take over the world and they want one world everything. And they're, you know, they're pushing the climate and, and all the change and, and all this stuff and everything. And they, they want, all they want is something to scare you and to fear you into just saying, okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. We'll do it. Right? Now, check, check this out. Uh, 143K 12 schools in the U.S. have Chinese Communist Party ties. Experts say the CCP effort to infiltrate schools with communist propaganda is part of a concerted effort to subvert the U.S. form uh, U.S. from the inside in order to weaken it, possibly paving the way for a future direct military confrontation. You know, I, I, I watched a documentary a few months ago, or probably maybe last year, about something that goes along just with that, that, that China has been infiltrating the United States for years, planting people and spies and, and doing things, and they've, they, they've been gathering information. And, and, they, and, and, and one of the things that they said is they asked questions about what makes America so great. And they, was it the military? No, no, it wasn't the military. It's not our military might, which is, that's good. Was it the way they build things? Uh, you know, no, no, it's not, not the way they build things. That you know, and they went on and on, and they just kept researching and and, and planting these people and, and doing and, and finding out as much information they can about that. You know, they came to the conclusion that what makes America so great is was America's faith—a faith that is weakening, a faith that is dying and sinking. But yet, still, what has made America so great? God has had his hand on America because we blessed Israel God blessed us we stood for Israel God stood with us and now these things are it's like it got bags with holes in it things are just falling apart things are sinking and going down and and you know we're not gonna stand with Israel anymore God's not gonna stand with us anymore and we're gonna pay the we're gonna suffer the consequences here's another one I, I, this right here just I, I, I upsets me I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of, of, of all these people that want to mess with our children let me just tell you God's going to get you for that when parents lead their children toward gender transition most parents uh, who deny their children's gender transitions uh, wishes and instead try to do the right thing will often find entire communities opposing to them you know, we're the outcast now. We're the enemy. The church used to be what you turned to when you was in trouble. The church is what you turned to when you had sin. The church is what you turned to when, when things were going on in the country and when you were afraid, when you're scared of war and all kinds of things like that. And, and we used to get on our knees and things would happen. And now we're the enemy. The church is the enemy. The only church, unless you go along with this ecumenical uh, church movement, then you're you're not part of the movement you're left behind you're the church is the enemy we're the terrorist now and we can't even protect our children oh get, don't get me wrong i am i will die you know fighting for my children and my grandchildren i don't care what the government says i don't care what you say yeah you're gonna have to 
pry the gun out of my dead hand and to get me anywhere to do anything because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to fight till the end, especially when it comes for the children. I think that's a great movie out now, uh, you know, that, that's going on about this sex trafficking. Go check that out. Support that. And it's the, you know, I did a podcast on it, you know, it's called The Real Pandemic is Sex Trafficking, not, you know. And it really is. It's a pandemic. It's going on and it's in places that you would never think that it is. And it's in our government. Trust me. It's in the rich, the powerful. But most parents who deny their children's gender transition wishes and instead try to do the right thing will often find entire communities opposed to them. You're going to be the outcast. Everybody's going to look. You're going to be on the wanted poster. Look at that. That's the guy that, that didn't agree to have his children identify as this or that all i can say is lord help us hey i've run out of time here to uh tonight so i'm gonna go ahead and close out with a word of prayer but hey go to i'm getting this prophecy news uh watch uh you can find them online here www.prophecynewswatch.com it's where i get a lot of my information they're valuable uh, resource, a trusted resource, and, and like I said, there I, I, I'm just scratching the surface each uh, each time I do a podcast with some of these things, and maybe I need to start doing them more often, and and maybe reading uh, full stories and and getting you up to date. But let me just tell you, do you go to YouTube. I'm not uh, oh, <laughs> not trying to promote YouTube as uh, I know or Rumble, whatever. <laughs> Right, but hey, go and, and you know check these things out for yourself. You know, the more you research stuff, the more you'll find. So you don't just take uh, my word for it. Get into your Bible. Get in. Get out there, and let's uh, let's make a difference. Like I said, tonight's bottom line was stand for Christ or fall in everlasting punishment. Stand for something or fall for everything. Right, uh, dear Lord, I love you and I thank you, dear God. And I pray for all these listeners. I pray you bless them, Father, dear God, in a mighty way. Help their families, dear God. Help everyone to share this episode. Help everybody go. Dear Lord, I pray that they would go to, he's got the whole world in his hands ministry on Facebook and, and like it and uh, go ahead and go to, he's got the whole world in his hands ministry uh, on YouTube and like and subscribe, please. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting there and I want, I need your help. I need to get this truth out and let everybody know this podcast exists. Dear God, help them to share it, Father, dear Lord, and help, uh, help me to help others, Father, dear God, help them, dear Lord. And if there is someone that's lost, uh, under the sound of my voice right now, I pray that they would take that Roman road in Romans 10, 9, and they would just believe them out, confess that God is that, that God raised Jesus from the dead, Father, dear Lord, and, and thou shalt, and they shall be saved, Father. And that's the purpose, dear God. I love my listeners. I love you, Lord. And I thank you for giving me the opportunities you've given me. And I just pray uh, that many people would open their eyes and open their ears and hearts and mind to receive this truth and accept it. In Jesus' name, I pray. Hey, God bless. This is Evangelist A.C. Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Thank you for listening to podcasting for Christ, and we'll see you next time. God bless.